Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. If your worship is for real, come on, let's celebrate a for real God. If he's been good to you, blessed you beyond measure. The writer says, it's in him we move and have our being. We should be grateful. Somebody ought to tell him thank you. Lord, you're worthy. Father, I bless you. Father, I thank you for the many things you have done. Amen. You may be seated at this time. I just want to say and reiterate um, that um, death has hit our home um, in such an unexpected way uh, that, again, we will keep you informed with the services for our very own brother, Deacon Walter Carney. Um, also, I want us to keep in prayer Sister Lois, uh, uh, who is one of our ushers, who Linda, I'm sorry, Linda Souls, who lost her brother as well. And due to illness, she's unable to um, attend the service, but we want to keep her lifted up in our prayers. Amen. Uh, we want to continue to keep Sister Carney lifted up in our prayers. I thank God for all those that have uh, reached out to her and have uh, been so kind so far. But listen, uh, the days are yet to come when she really needs her church family. So I ask you that you continue to uh, keep her in your prayers, continue to lift her up, and continue to be a strength for her in this time because we do know all of us will have to deal with this same situation. Amen. Amen. I'm asking you to continue to pray for our church as many are out sick. Many have been quarantined from either situations at their job or coming across some folk that have uh, tested positive uh, of COVID. But I want to say that God is in the healing business. I'm going to say that again. God is in the healing business. Um, I'm a living witness to that. Uh, I was one that was, as they say, lodged for 20 days, um, uh, dealing with three hours of hiccuping, uh, intensified headaches, uh, fevers of 105, uh, could not touch any parts of my head, uh, dealing with restless leg syndrome, uh, dealing with um, the nature of uh, not being able to really move, leg swollen with various uh, issues in one leg that felt like it was slammed in a door. Uh, when my temperature was at 105, my leg was at 102 wondering what is going on but how many know just a little talk with Jesus y'all ain't tracking with me just a little talk with Jesus as granny would say would make everything all right experiencing wearing oxygen and I thank God that the pulmonary doctor released me on this week 
um, I thank God that he had his hands on me. And listen, uh, just because he had his hands on me don't mean he won't have his hands on you. And so we continue to solicit your prayers for many church members that have uh, been ill. And I, I do want to continue to clarify, Pastor did not get it from the True, True Spirit Baptist Church. Uh, Pastor, Pastor just woke up not feeling well and treated it like COVID and found out that I had COVID. Um, I believe that we all have had it and just didn't know it. Uh, when they tell you that it's a virus, got to run its course, I believe that's a part of it. But listen, some of us were the COVID before it came. Y'all might not like that, but some of us was a virus before the virus hit the world, meaning we were contagious, cantankerous, and conceited. But listen, how many know that God is able to change all things? Uh, yes, yes, the Bible says uh, he can move things, he can move mountains. And so I know he's able to touch and heal. So again, we ask that you continue to pray for our various members, um, those that are uh, finishing up their quarantine, those that are just out right now with pneumonia, colds, whatever it may be, because this too shall pass. Amen. Amen. Come on one more time. Let's celebrate Christ for who he is in your life. Man, I, I just want to sing just a piece of this song. I, I was thinking about this week, my buddy, uh, your deacon, my brother in Christ. Uh, I, I, I just something just been been able not able to sleep the last few nights, uh, asking God why, uh, trying to figure out. But it was a song that I never forget when I first came to True Spirit. Uh, Y'all know I am a uh, uh, I was born Church of God in Christ, Pentecostal young boy, but I uh, translated and transformed my life to Baptist, so now I'm Bapticos. Um But when I first came to True Spirit, th there was a song that I didn't know that Baptist people knew, uh, but Deacon Carney knew it. It was sung by Bishop G.E. Patterson. It would say, the Bible is right. Somebody's wrong. I know the Bible is right, y'all. Somebody's wrong. I know the Bible is right. 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 Somebody's wrong, I know the Bible is right. Somebody's wrong, listen, this old building keeps on leaning. I got to move to a better home. This old building keeps on leaning. I got to move to a better home. That's why I know, I know the Bible is right. Somebody's wrong, I know the Bible is right, yeah. Somebody's wrong, I know the Bible is right, y'all. Somebody's wrong, I know the Bible is right. This old building keeps on leaning. I got to move 
to a better home. This old building keeps on leaning. I got to move to a better home. I know the Bible is right. Somebody's wrong. I know the Bible is right, y'all. Somebody's. I know the Bible is right, yeah. Somebody's. I know the Bible is right, yeah. Somebody's wrong. Amen. Amen. I didn't want to make nobody mad with the verses. But we do know this building is leaning. And we're going to have to move to a better place. Amen. Father's preaching time. Songs have been sung and gifts have been given. Now, God, we need a word from on high. Father, I'm asking that you let me decrease, that you would increase in me, hide me behind the throne. Let them see your image upon me, hear your voice through me. Father, I pray now that this word falls on fertile soil. Let the words be concise of direct in instructions. Let the words bring clarity to those that don't understand. And Lord, let the words be consistent with your holy writ as we preach the gospel. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, I praise you, give you all glory and adoration. And Lord, I love you because you're my strength. And Lord, I've fallen in love with you because you're my redeemer. And the household of faith said, Amen. With your manuals of life, if you would go with me to the book of Daniel, chapter 9. Daniel, chapter 9, verse 17. If you're able to stand, please stand virtually. If you would, please search and go with us to Daniel, chapter 9, verse 17. Share and like this across the country. Um, if you're there, say amen. If you're still looking, shout out Bible study. We will be back this Tuesday at 11 o'clock and 6.30. Amen. And it reads, now our God, hear the prayers and petitions of your servant for your sake. Look, Lord, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. You may be seated in the presence of God. I read to you from the new NIV version. Uh, if you would, for a moment and a little time, help me preach on the subject, the topic, bless your house. Bless your house. Somebody say that with me. Bless your house. My brothers and sisters, the book of Daniel um, is often looked at as a book of a man who tells dreams. One who has saved, has was saved while in the lion's den. But he, Daniel, was also a true hearted man that lived not for himself. He was fervent, a fervent lover of his country. He had been personally faithful and favored in so many ways. Daniel had been one who uh, searched and studied and gave revelation to dreams, to kings.
But in this area of the text, we see Daniel prayed with what would be a prayer of supplication for the church. The Bible includes many prayers of supplication. The prayers of supplication for mercy leading in from for deliverance, running over into salvation from persecution. Even in the New Testament, Jesus tells us to ask for bread on a daily basis. And today somebody may be wondering about supplication. It's when you pray a please help me type prayer. Uh, trying to establish an absolute level of trust in God with humbleness. And I don't know if there's anybody here that have been praying and humbly a please help me type prayer on this week. Lord, with all that's going on around me, with all that's going on in my life, with dealing with these people, dealing with those people, my health is bad, my finances is low, my spirit ain't right, they're talking about me at the church, they cut my hours at my job, my home is falling apart, I can't move like I want to, I just feel empty. Father, I'm praying to you because I need you to please come and help me, please come and bless Bless your house. As we look at this text, my brothers and sisters, as you sit so quietly, we look at this text. I, I want you to notice Daniel's prayer. It is instructive and it shows us how fervent our prayer should be as he prays for the church in times such as this. The first thing I saw in the text was his disposition displays his desperateness. It's right there in the text. The text says, now our God, hear the prayers and petition of your servant. Uh, the now in the text, this word now in the text, it has to do with uh, now that we have come to this point. I, I need you to hear what I'm saying. Uh, David had the same type of plea in Psalm 86 and one when he gives the same plea, but from a point of being poor and needy, he says, Lord, I need you to incline thy ear, O Lord, because I am poor and needy. And somebody should at least slip their hand up and say, Reverend, there's been some times where I came to God needing him now. There's been some times where I've come to God because of my disposition, my, my desperate I'm preaching better than you sounding saying Lord despite of what's going on Lord I need you like never before Lord I'm going through some struggle and this body can't seem to handle my mind can't wrap around my situation God I need you to please come and help me now this 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 now he's telling us that that here it is he says if the truth be told some of us have been in some messed up dispositions which have caused us to be desperate and really needing God to incline his ear. I, I saw something with that because here it is. I'm trying to figure out now how could Daniel be in a disposition of desperateness? Uh, because Daniel was a servant. He was a leader. And there were some people that were surrounded around him that wanted to continue to do what they wanted to do. How many know that when you are linked with negativity, you get looked at? as negativity negativity young young people you need to be mindful of that if you hang around garbage you'll be looked at 
as garbage. Saints of God, you need to be mindful. If you hang around gossipers, you will be looked at as a Christian gossiper. Here it is. He says, uh, uh, many of us have been in some needy moments where we want God to incline his ear and come and see about us. Listen, no matter where you are, you cannot be ashamed of your now moments of disparity. I mean, has anybody here really looked at the fact that it was because of your now moments is when you realize that truly in the now you really won the battle? You, you just missed that. And if there's ever a time that we as the saints of God, we need to celebrate and get into our now moments. The time is now. It's when you are desperate and you're, then God has to show you his sovereign authority. Over all of your situations. Come, come here, Jesus. Talk to me in Matthew 5. It says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs are the kingdom of heaven. David said in Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is near to those whose heart are humble and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. In more words, he said, I'm crying out to you because every time I come to you, you always seem to give me the victory. And I wonder, is there anybody here that could just say, Reverend, I'm glad for my now moments. It was in my now moments is when I turn now around and I realize that I've won the battle. Look at somebody and say, I need you right now. Yeah, I need you right now. A family, we need to understand that the enemy plays off of your disposition of desperateness. And we must combat it with two things. Prayer and worship. Don't allow your disposition to cause your worship to be decrease use it as your worship and show the enemy that you won your prayer your prayer gives the signal to the to the enemy that you have a relationship uh, with God it confuses the devil in his mind, he's saying, how can you pray in a time such as this? How can you pray after you've sinned and done all the things you want to do? How can you pray when you've been walking around deshaming and disgracing God? And the Bible says, now watch this. We wonder why worship should come. I'm glad you asked me. Let me tell you. Because when you worship with prayers, the gateway to the relationship, but when you worship... It shows the enemy that despite of your situation, despite of your desperation, despite of what you don't have, I'm still willing to give it to God. I believe the songwriter says he fought the battle. But I want, is there anybody here that can say, Reverend, I've been going through some trials and tribulations this week, and I decided I don't have enough fight in me. So I decided to turn it over to Jesus. And now I can say, I've won. I've won. On oh, my job, I've won. At the doctor's office, I've won. At the bank, I've won. In the church, I've won. In my spiritual walk, I've won. I'm preaching, and some of y'all still ain't saying nothing. And even as I move forward, he fought the and I won. Look at somebody say, I'm learning how to worship in my now so that I can win. Yeah, Daniel says, you got to understand, there was a disposition of desperateness. I had to learn how to pray and worship in the now. Somebody say, in the now. 
I'm kind of stuck there right now. Listen, sometimes you got to understand it's in your now moments is when you find out just how close you really are with God. Some folk don't understand the rain didn't come to drown you. The rain came to manifest some things that have been planted in your life. And when you look deep at what God has been doing, what he's been saying, somebody can testify, not testify. Somebody can witness and not worry and say, after I look back over my life and think about the things that God has done, he has blessed me when I couldn't bless myself. And now I have the victory. Look at somebody say the now. The now. The second thing I saw in the text. He shows us that his decisive prayer was for definite results. The text says, look at the text. He says, Lord, that right there. Is enough to say he was decisive. He says, look, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. It becomes decisive when he talks to him with the tone with which he, he's looking for results. Notice I said tone and not temper. I, I, I said tone and, and not temper and some folk don't understand the reason why you can't get blessed is because you need to look at your temper and how you talk and come to God help me Holy Ghost <laughs> listen listen your temper could be the very reason why God ain't blessed you and, and here it is, truth be told, it, it's your temper to why you can't worship him. Because your temper plays a role in your attitude. And when your attitude ain't right, your worship cannot be for real. In fact, some folk need to realize that it's because of your attitude and temper is why he can't give you increase. You still stuck on the 30 and others are on the 60 and the 90 and 100 fold. And now you mad because somebody's been blessed and they've been going to church for lesser time than you. Ugh. Look at temper look at the tone some folk need to realize it's time to change your tone and get rid of that temper your temper is what got you in trouble if you look at the text have you ever listen have you ever caught yourself uh, coming to the lord with a different tone when in a desperate need y'all help me this morning I mean, come to him with a different tone. The Bible records how every leader had different tones when they came to the Lord for help. King Jehoshaphat came with a tone of fear. Moses was a tone of faith. Mary and Martha's tone was of complaint. David's tone was of belief. Jesus' tone was of compassion. And sometimes we have to recognize it's the tone in which we're talking to God in which we'll get results. And if it's in the tone, we'll find decisive tone of the Lord because I'm coming to you to settle this issue that I know only you only you can. 
In fact, here it is. When I come to you in the right tone, I know you'll make everything. Everything. All right, because here it is. King Jehoshaphat's tone led him to victory without fighting. Moses' tone led him to crossing the Red Sea and drowning his enemy. Mary and Martha's tone got them their brother's life. David's tone got him victory and riches in defeating the giant. Jesus' tone got him a seat with the right hand of the Father. I got to ask you, what is your tone today? Are you talking to God in compassion or are you talking in complaint? Somebody should be saying, in this time, in this hour, I'm crying out to God because, God, I've been wrong. God, I ain't been right. God, I've been doing some stuff that I'm not worthy. So I got to fall down on my knees and humble myself under the mighty hands of God. And I'm waiting, God, decisively because your word said, you will exalt me in due season. Look at somebody say, change your tone. Yeah, change, change your tone. When the bill come, change your tone. When your money's funny and your change is strange, change your tone. When your children ain't acting right, change your tone. How many know when you talk to Jesus in the right manner, from the bottom of your heart, I wish I had somebody to testify. I'll make five if four of you stand up and say, Reverend, I learned to come to God with a bow down head in holy submission with supplication and I found out that when I come to the law correctly, he blesses me unabundantly above all things that I can ever think or imagine and look at somebody said change your tone yeah we have to leave 2020 and enter 2021 with a different tone because here it is if your tone ain't right let me help somebody you'll carry that same garbage from this year into next year can y'all help me this morning and some people need to testify. It wasn't until I changed my ways is when I realized just how good God had really been to me. Look at two more people and say, change your tone. Ch change your, when you take in that final, change your tone. Don't walk in there with fear. Walk in there knowing you're going to ace this thing. When you go for that job interview this week, change your tone. Walk in with purpose. Let me help you and get a little deeper. When you come to the church house, let me help you. Change your tone. Watch this. Wake up knowing God will. Let me scratch some dandruff off. Get out your car knowing people will. But know when you walk in the house of God, Father, if it's your will, it must be done. Somebody shout out change. I'm changing my tone. Change your tone. And, and here it is. Daniel, 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 Daniel wants us to see as he's changing his tone. He wants us to see his, his earnestness. In his prayers, he identifies his earnestness in his prayers. Look what the text says. Stay with me in the text. He says, look with favor. Is that in your Bible? He says, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. 
That's in my Bible. I don't know what your Bible may read, but he tells me, look with favor. On your desk, he shows selflessness in his prayer. Watch this. In more words, he's saying, I want you to bless your house and the people in your house. Before you bless me. Some of y'all just missed that right there. Sometimes you got to put yourself down and put some folk in front of you. Because watch this. When God bless them because you put them first, guess what he says? You'll no longer be the last. You'll be the first. You'll no longer be the borrower. You'll be the lender. But you got to put some people first. He says, look on favor. He says, bless your house when it's those that are empty. Have you ever, some of y'all might have came to church today feeling empty. Here's your thought. Everybody around me been sick. Everybody come to church. They ain't feeling well. They've been catching the COVID. We need to shut the church down. But let me tell you something. You the church. So you going to stop worshiping God because somebody else got sick? You're going to stop worshiping God because you got sick? Because here it is. In your dying hour, you need to worship him in spirit and in truth. You don't have to be in the building to tell God thank you. You don't have to be around people to tell God thank you. Is there anybody here that say sometime I just walk through my house and lift up my hands and say, Lord, I thank you. Here it is. Listen, is listen, listen. Daniel shows us uh, that 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 it shows us that it takes a strong and mature Christian, uh, a leader, that wants to bless the house before he bless himself. Uh, here it is. The Bible calls those that take initiative to pray on God's people for a paycheck. The Bible declares them as hirelings. That's in your Bible. That's in the Gospels. He calls them hirelings, meaning that I ain't worried about your soul. Just make sure my check don't bounce so I won't have to take your life. Y'all just missed that. And some folk have done that with God. Lord, if you bless me, I'll bless you. But if you don't bless me, I'm going to sit down on you. And here it is. Daniel's saying, listen, I'm trying to show you how to be mature in this prayer for the church as God blesses the house. You have to be willing to pray for others before you pray for yourself. Let me help you increase your wallet and your pocketbook. Sometimes you got to be willing to bless others in abundance before you seek God for your blessing. Y'all ain't tracking with me. And here it is. It takes a strong leader to pray that the house is blessed, but it takes a strong Christian to pray that the leader and the house get blessed. Why? Because if God blesses you, I know we serve a God that's just and he's mighty and he has no type of favoritism for nobody. So if God bless you, baby, look at somebody and say, my blessing is on the way. Listen, here it is. Let me help you. Some folk don't understand the reason why your favor is slow. It's because you're too busy trying to be blessed, taking all the blessings instead of helping those or trying to bless others. 
Help me, Lord. Talk to me today. You always want to put yourself first. But even Jesus says, he shares with us, he says, you got to put him first. And everything else will be added unto you. And some folk don't realize the reason why you don't have that new car because you're too busy trying to save for it. You got to wait till God say it's time. When God say it's time, it's the reason why you don't have that house. You're too busy trying to get an 800 credit score. But how many know God can turn some things around? You can get a car with no down payment. You can get a house with a 400 credit score. All you got to do is keep trusting in the Lord. I'm trying to preach, but y'all ain't helping me this morning. And here it is. Jesus says, you got to put him first. Come, come here, Paul. He's sitting right with the ushers. Philippians 2, 3, and 4, he says, do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility. Count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Look at your neighbor and say, I want to see you blessed. Look at two more people and say, I want to see you blessed. Just shout out to somebody that ain't looking at you. Say, neighbor, I want to see you blessed. I want to see you blessed. And here it is. Daniel shows us how he put others before him in this prayer. That's why he had so much favor. Now watch this. I was digging as I was looking at this scripture because I overlooked the scripture. I was too busy trying to find Daniel in the lion's den. trying to hear the dreams that Daniel was telling. But in this passage, I saw something. Uh, Daniel says this. This is what he tells us. He says, uh, one thing about favor is not conceited. Woo! Uh, it, it, it's not. Look at somebody say, you can't be conceited. Uh, I, I, I need y'all to cut the heat off now. It's going to look toasty in here. Uh, uh, you cannot... Be conceited. And watch this. I, I come to discover that, that, listen, even in the midst of all this that's going on, people are still foolish enough to be cunning and conceited. And, and, and then turn around and lie to folk. Somebody say lie. That they have favor. <laughs> Let, 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 me, let me help you. You think you helping or you think you got favor when you trying to take and keep from God and his people. Saying I'm doing this for me and mine. Y'all just missed that. Some, some folk in these last eight months have decided, watch this, to sit down on your earthly treasures. But yet test the lie. And tell somebody I'm blessed and highly favored. Tell somebody that I ain't robbed God because he's still blessing me. But having realized the money you've been sitting on ain't earned no type of interest. The money you've been sitting on ain't gave you no type of spiritual peace. But can I get somebody that can say, Reverend, 
pandemic can't stop me from giving what's due to God. In fact, a pandemic can't stop my praise. In fact, it won't stop my worship. I'm going to stop cheating God. I'm going to start blessing him and tell him, Lord, I thank you for the favor. When I didn't have it, you still gave it. Somebody shout out, that's favor. Here, here Daniel says, you can't be conceited. And I, I'm, I'm struggling with today's Christians, not church folk. <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm struggling with today's Christians and not church folk. See, Reverend, the behavior is expected of church folk. Y'all, y'all helping me. But it ain't expected of Christians. Because after God has done so much to you, nothing you got is yours. Your shoes, your socks, your pants, your underwear, your back end clothes, your bra, anything you put on don't belong. The hair on your head ain't yours, even though you might have bought some. It ain't yours. It belongs to the Lord. Somebody say, I can't be conceited. Stop thinking you slicking God. Keeping away from him. Because listen, I, 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 I can bear witness to this. I can bear witness to this. I, I was like one of them men with the talents. He passed them out. And I wanted to keep mine. And I saw that it looked like it was a lot because I had it. It was more than what I had. But when he took it, it felt like more than what I saw. I wish I had somebody say, Reverend, I realize that the more I hold on to it, the worse off I am. But the more I give, God gave me even more. In fact, he supplied an overflow. So right now, I'm living in the overflow. My children living in the overflow. My husband, my wife, even those that are my friends, the person sitting on the pew next to you, living in the overflow. Why? Because I no longer am conceited about how and when I'll bless God. Look at somebody say, stop being conceited. Here it is. Here it is. I found out today in this world, and we need to know, you can't find yourself in favor. Y'all missed that. Solomon says it best. Proverbs 8 and 35, he says, for he who finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Even in times such as this, you need to give more. You need to love more. You need to pray more. And you need to stop thinking that because you're dealing on hard times, God don't hear your prayer. It's when you come to him during hard times, after you've submitted and surrendered everything unto God is when he'll fill your cup. Yeah, he, he. And even Daniel is so much meat in this thing because here it is. Daniel shows us that when you live 
selflessly. Not selfishly, but selflessly. You activate your favor. Ah, um, there, was, there was a little boy that he had a pair of shoes that everyone in his classroom liked. He would wear them and they would light up. There were other children around him that said, you think you're better than everybody because you got them shoes that light up. <clears throat> there was another boy that came in the class that had the same shoes, but one shoe lit and the other one didn't. And so as he saw the young man with one shoe lighting and the other one didn't have uh, the, the, the shoe lighting, he decided to go to the young boy. He went to the boy. He said, hey, we got the same shoe on, but what's wrong with your shoe? The boy said, what happened? He said, one shoe lights and the other one don't. The boy said, I didn't see it. He said, well, look, watch this. We got three more, four more classes. He said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my right shoe for two classes. And the last two classes, you give back to me. Watch this. When the boy took his shoe off, he gave the other boy his shoe. He put his shoe on. And as he began to walk in his shoe, he just stomped one time. And the shoe lit up. And here it is. Some folk don't realize when you give to somebody else, God's going to light you up. In fact, the Bible says in Luke 4, you can walk around knowing that the favor of the Lord is upon you. So when you want that car, you want that house, you want that job, you want financial increase, spiritual peace, all you got to learn to do is give to God. Walk with purpose and know that favor of God is upon you. Look at somebody say, that's favor, favor, favor. Favor, favor, favor. Uh, I'm going. I'm finna get out your way. Because I don't supposed to. I don't supposed to be going this hard, Sister Libra. But some folk, some folk don't understand. I'm not here for me. I'm trying to get God's house blessed. And one of, one of my, 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 my main spiritual and personal goals is this. Personally, I don't want nobody to fail. I don't want nobody to go without. Spiritually, I want everybody that comes into the house of God to be blessed. Why? Because if God bless you, I know you'll turn around and you're going to bless me and he's going to bless me too. Uh, whether it's monetary or whether it's just a pat on the back because sometimes money can't buy love. Notice I said sometimes because some people have tried to buy love with money and they only got hurt. Uh, but I've discovered that even kind words can increase someone's spirit for today. And I know we, we're here on this Sunday, but we got a lot of bad news on last week. And some of us come in with a mourning mentality. But Daniel said, you cannot disregard your Christian conduct. And he said in his word, yeah. He said in his word, he said, you got to continue to pray 
and submit supplication because when you submit whatever it is going on in your life how many know that God will let me let, let me get to my last point let me let me get to my uh, my last point in the text Woo! Love. My, my, my last point in the text is you can't disregard consistency in your Christian conduct. You can't disregard consistency in your Christian. This was Daniel's suggestion all throughout this prayer. Because if you look at the text, if you read uh, the verses prior to getting to verse 17, you'll see the actual nasty behavior of the people. Of the saints. This was Daniel saying and asking us, what is your conduct towards the church? Do you, do you, do you, do you, um, are you praying for your church? Or are you praying on the people of your church? Uh, Father, I, I want you to hold my tongue as, as I give this. Because here it is. In our Christian conduct of consistency. I flipped that. Let me flip that around. In our consistency of Christian conduct. I want to help the English teachers. You know, so they won't get mad at me. Say, Pastor, you're speaking in Ebonics. Um, uh, what, what, what we have to understand is in our conduct. It requires us to be servants. So then, therefore, as a Christian, I have to form a careful estimate of the condition of true religion. Um, religion has become more of power and money instead of Christ and obedience. Did, did y'all hear what I'm saying? It has become more about power and money other than Christ and obedience. And listen, your conduct cannot only become happy and full of fellowship when the church is feeding you food. Y'all just missed that. Some folk only get happy when you're giving them something. Some folk, watch this, some folk will only stop praying on the church when the church is ready to bless them. Y'all help me today. And some folk will only come in the midst of fellowship when you're about to feed them. But here it is. Here it is. Let me help you with this. Here it is. Here it is. I want to put this. I haven't seen any piece of fried chicken. Any homemade mashed potatoes, any snap peas, brother Earl, I ain't seen no spaghetti, I ain't seen no black eyed peas, pinto beans, dressing, chitlins, hot water cornbread, or even some ghetto Kool-Aid. Bless me in the manner in which God can bless me when my conduct is right. I know I'm tracking with somebody, and listen, some folk need to recognize you ain't always had 
had always had stake all your life. In fact, it was because of what you experienced. Now you got a better mindset on how God can bless you. Your conduct has stayed the same. Father, no matter what you give me, I'm still thankful. Anyway, you bless me. I'll be satisfied. If I had 10,000 tongues, I can't thank you enough for the tang, the powdered milk, government cheese, the peanut butter and jelly because God still it was fulfilling for my soul and when I come to church I thank God whether it's five, three, two or even one person in the house of worship. Why? Because it don't take much for God to show up and show out. Can I get somebody to testify and say sometime I know I'm all by myself but yet I'm staying consistent with my conduct because the Bible says when there's two or three gathered touching and agreeing in my name, there am I in the midst. So listen, all I need is me, Jesus, the Son, the Father, and the Holy Ghost. And how many know God will show up and show out? Look at somebody and say, be consistent. Be real in what you do. My time is up. And I feel my help coming. But I don't want to ignore what my nurses told me. They said, Pastor, steal how you feel. I said, I feel pretty good. I have every now and again times where I get a little shortness of breath. But Reverend, I found this out. It wasn't Corona that caused my breathing to change. It was the way I conduct myself when I sit around the welcome table. Some of y'all will catch that later on tonight. So I decided that no matter whatever state I'm in, I'm going to give God my best. And as I look at the text and I get ready to close, Daniel shows us that no matter the state of the church or the people of the church, we should pray for the Lord to still bless the house. Can I get a witness this morning? Though the church may be sick, may be full of disobedience, there may be stubbornness, yet it cannot die. Why? Because the blood of the eternal king bought it and power of the eternal spirit preserved it. And uh, the mercy of the eternal God shall crown it. For the Bible says, if you are faithful and you obey the voice of the Lord, your God being careful to do all his commandments, that I command you today. The Lord your God will set you high 
above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you ain't the lord all right if you obey the voice of the lord your god blessed shall be you in the city and blessed shall you be in the field blessed shall be the fruit of your wound and the fruit of your god and the fruit of your cattle the increase of your herd and the young of your flock blessed shall be the baskets and the kneading bowl blessed shall be you when ye come and blessed shall be you when you go out can i ask you one question how many came this morning uh, looking for a blessing can i get a witness but god said uh, you got to be willing to bless the house in order to get your blessings that means you got to pray for your loved ones you got to pray for your church family you got to pray for your deacons you got to pray for the mothers of the church you got to pray for the praise team you got to pray for the minister of music you got to pray for the nurses of the church you got to pray for the ushers of the church you got to pray for the sound man of the church you got to pray for the ministers of the church oh yeah let me help you you got to pray for your pastor and how many know when you sad the lord how many know sad in the lord will pay off after a while can i get somebody to testify and say reverend i'm willing to bless the house i'm willing to bless my neighbor i'm willing to bless my loved ones because god somebody say god yeah god he's been good he's shown up been good to me let me tell you how he blessed the house one friday he went on the cross y'all know what he did they called it calvary they hung him high they stretched him wide ain't the lord all right how many know what he did he died didn't he die from the sixth to the ninth hour the sun refused to shine the moon tripped down in blood they tell me he was dead before lunch he was buried before dinner but how many know when you bless the lord oh my soul and all that's within me early sunday morning he got up look at somebody and say with power in his hands power to heaven and earth in his hands and i know that because he did it he's gonna bless me bless me going in bless me coming out look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor god wants to bless you tell him one more time tell him like this god wants to bless you real good all you got to do is give it to the lord and say yeah 
Anybody want to bless the house? Anybody want a blessing from the house of God? I got to ask you one question. Ain't he all right? Have you tried him? Somebody ought to say he will. Oh, he will make a way. Anybody going to praise him? Just look at your neighbor one more time. Tell a neighbor he's going to bless you. Tell a neighbor he's going to bless you. Tell a neighbor he's going to bless you. Look at somebody else and tell a neighbor he's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. Somebody ought to say he already blessed me when he woke me up this morning. That's a shout. How many know God will? Granny say his name becomes Andy. Andy walks with me. Andy talks with me. And he tells me I am. Do me one more favor. Look at that neighbor with determination in your eyes and tell a neighbor, let me tell you a secret. I wasn't supposed to look this good after all I've been through. I wasn't supposed to be this blessed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Somebody ought to celebrate. somebody else and tell a neighbor when I look back over my life and I think of one thing that the Lord has done for me my soul He's good. Lord bless the house. Come on, let's celebrate him one more time. If you truly feel God has blessed you, come on, give him a big praise.
Every time I turn around, the Lord is blessing me. Every time I turn around, Lord, keep blessing me. Every time I turn around, He keeps blessing me. I can just say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 hallelujah. Every time I turn around, the Lord, He keeps healing me. Anybody know He'll heal you? Every time I turn around, the Lord keeps healing me. Every time I turn around, turn around, turn around, He keeps healing me. Listen, y'all. I'm going to stretch my hands out for the ones that ain't here. But if you know somebody that need a blessing, just shout this with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The doors of the church is open. Every time I turn around, somebody turn around for your family. The Lord, he's blessing me. Every time I turn around, turn around for your children. He keeps blessing me. Every time I turn around, turn around for your mother, your father, your grandmother. He keeps blessing me. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 hallelujah.